It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On a big Saturday of league action Rangers host Aberdeen looking to go level on points with Celtic Before they head to Livingston tomorrow Dundee have Covid issues but it's game on as Mark McGee takes his side back to Fir Park Heart travel to Dundee United It's a sellout for Hibs St Johnston And St Mirren head north to Ross County I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me in the studio Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans Not often you're going for a league title And you've made the last 16 of a European competition But you have to appeal to the fans for calm at the same time Rangers might be celebrating their 150th anniversary today But there's a family dispute going on in the background And Aberdeen have to see if they can make the crowd even more restless And let's face it, they could do with a result at the same time Likewise, Mark McGee at Motherwell He says Motherwell were wrong in the past to sack him from the manager's job He's looking for that Dundee team Bottom of the league To exact revenge On his behalf today Some great games This afternoon Looking forward to them Ross County Against St Mirren If results go their way They could leap into The top six And, and we couldn't see that A few weeks ago Hibs A fiver to get in You'd expect a full house And Sean Maloney To win that game United Hearts Always a, a, a cracker Motherwell against Dundee Sorry guys But that's got to be Shooting in For <laughs> Motherwell This afternoon And the game of the day Rangers versus Aberdeen Aberdeen unbeaten this season Against Rangers Jim Goodwin Looking for his first win Should be a cracker No need for apologies uh, Mark I totally agree with you I think Motherwell will win that I think there's some great games Obviously Rangers Aberdeen will take care of itself In front of a Bumper crowd at Ibrox Gordon And then you look at that gap Between 4th and 10th in the league Five points What will that league look at At five o'clock tonight With the results coming in Lot to play for And Hugh it's a big day We've got big news mm. Because this just creeps up on you It never becomes official It just creeps up on you People start using it So why don't we take ownership This is it Today 5th of March It is officially the business end of the season I'm not having this That you just It's one of these things You can't quite grasp When it starts When it doesn't So we'll just decide We'll take ownership of it Now is the business end of the season It starts today Celtic and Rangers have Nine lives left And Rangers Look after the first of theirs Today Celtic will go tomorrow But my main interest now Is Mark Wilson I am always (laughs) accused (laughs) I'm always accused of jinxing teams He has put the hex On Motherwell Against the bottom club Dundee if it all goes horribly wrong It's Mark Wilson's fault Are you happy with that though? Business end of the season Can we well, officially uh, declare it? Yeah I think when you're Into the last quarter Of the season It's certainly The business end And you know For Rangers against Aberdeen Well They're up first And they must get the job done Against an Aberdeen side As I said Who are unbeaten against Rangers This this year And if we remember back to Ibrox Early in, in the season They were two up and that fixture So it won't be plain sailing uh, You would think for Rangers this afternoon But all across the league Top fixtures and what's to ride on Okay let's start going round the grounds And get team news It's set to be a big day at Ibrooks And then a big match To follow on from that Gabriel has the teams 
Yeah, we're set for a historic day here in sunny Governors. Rangers celebrate their 150th anniversary at Ibrox against Aberdeen. There's plenty of commemorations around the ground before the match. We're expecting a special TIFO in the stands for the game, along with a special commemorative white strip from the home side. But more importantly, it's a chance to go level at the top of the league and really put the pressure on Celtic, who of course travel to Livingston tomorrow. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst makes three changes from that midweek 1-0 win over St Johnston. Balogun, Lundstrom and Arfield drop to the bench with Barisic, Jack and Fashion Sakala all coming in. Give you the full 11. It's Alan McGregor in goal. James Tavernier is playing right back. Connor Goldson and Calvin Bassey in the centre of defence with Borna Barisic coming in on the left-hand side. The midfield three are Glenn Kamara, Ryan Jack and Joe Rebo with Fashion Sakala off the right. Alfred Morelos leading the line through the middle and Ryan Kent on the left. The substitutes today are McLaughlin, Helanda, Balogun, Sands, Ramsey, Lundstrom, Arfield, Wright and Roof. So of course it's a huge opportunity for the Jers to put the pressure on Celtic but they face an Aberdeen side who'll be right up for this and as Mark rightly said in the studio both meetings so far this season have ended in a draw but Aberdeen are down in 10th place uh, Jim Goodwin has not won yet after three games in charge the team are winless in nine and here's a tongue-twisting stat for the panel if the Dons don't win here it's the first time in Aberdeen's history that they've been on two 10-match winless streaks in the same season. Well, Goodwin makes two changes since the 2-0 loss to Hearts on Wednesday. Scott Brown drops out of the squad entirely, along with Matty Kennedy. Uh, McCrory and McLennan come into the 11. It's a 4-2-3-1. Joe Lewis in goal. Ross McCrory at right back. Declan Gallagher and David Bates in the centre of defence with Johnny Hayes on the left-hand side. Uh, Funso Ojo and Lewis Ferguson in central midfield with Conor Barron, Vicente Basuyan and Conor McLennan in front of them. Uh, Christian Ramirez leads on the line. On the bench, you've got Woods, McKenzie, McGeech, Jenks, Polvara, Ramsey, Ruth and Mill and the referee here in Glasgow is John Beaton. It's always a special fixture, Hugh, when these sides meet. We, we know the rivalry, we know the history. There's a lot of expectation, a lot of ceremony around Rangers celebrations today. There's nine games to go. They trail... Celtic by three points So it's got all the ingredients To be an absolute cracker there Yeah Gabriel could have summarised That that statistic Simply by saying Aberdeen are ranked rotten uh, But they, they, they had a They had a very Poor time castle In midweek uh, But Jim Goodwin knows That he Can follow the example Of Motherwell It's not Necessarily the end of the world If you go a goal down Not even if you go Two goals down uh, and Aberdeen have had a decent time of it against Rangers this season. They may have struggled elsewhere, but against Rangers, and the Rangers fans always think that Aberdeen come to life against Rangers and not the rest. That's what uh, Jim Goodwin has to capitalise on today. What jumps out from that team sheet for you, Gordon? Uh, I think he's went for a little bit of pace with Sakala on the wide uh, area, Gordon. Um, Jack coming back in, uh, I think all Rangers fans are going along to Ibrooks today. That'll be a big boost for him. He's been absolutely terrific. Um, you know, we had phone calls in here about, you know, missing out with the injury, hoping it wasn't going to be too long. Well, it certainly isn't. Barisic was um, the one for me. I thought he would look like he was going out the picture. I thought that he'd settle for Balogun in there with his pace at centre-back with Golson and Bassey going up and down that left flank where I, I think he's so effective. But he's changed it. He's freshened it up. There's a bit of pace in there. I'm expecting Rangers to win this against a poor Aberdeen side. What about those teams, Mark? There's no Scott Brown, who mm. has played quite a role in both of the, the previous meetings this season. When Aberdeen have got some decent results, he's not anywhere to be found today. Aberdeen are in a pretty sticky spot as well. Is this the day that their good form against Rangers this season comes to an end? Oh, well, I, I, I certainly wouldn't go 
um, as far as saying that they could get another result. I, I think they will struggle today. Looking look at Tynecastle the other night, I thought they were good to a certain stage when when the goal got disallowed, they kind of crumbled. I think they're in for a similar afternoon. And Daz rightly points out Giovanni Van Bronckhurst freshening things up. I think Sakala is is a big change for Rangers. He had pace, he had energy. And uh, I can only see that going one way this afternoon. Let's hear from the managers then. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst first up. For me, it doesn't matter if you play first or second. Uh, uh, the three points at this moment of the of the league is the most important thing. So uh, we just go out, uh, make sure we have the three points uh, when the final whistle is, is blown. All, all we've been focusing is uh, is the game against Aberdeen, which is, uh, you know, of course, a special game because it's uh, 150th anniversary which is a special moment uh, for the club. You know, in the end, we are here to uh, to win games and to be successful. So um, the concentration we have uh, and the focus is only on, on winning. So Giovanni van Bronckhurst there, of course, at home today and the visiting boss hoping to spoil those birthday celebrations is Jim Goodwin. We need to try and carry on that unbeaten run against them. Um, we know how difficult the task is going to be. You know, Rangers are, are playing particularly well at the moment. And, um, you know, they've got a, a real consistency in their starting eleven as well and in the way that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst wants his team to play. So, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a difficult task, but we have to go into it with the right mindset and, and be positive. And, you know, the players have shown in past that they're, they're capable of, uh, of raising their game when they're playing against the big boys. So we'll look for the same reaction. Should be a cracker Aberdeen at Ibrox this afternoon Lots to play for At the top of the league table Aberdeen with their own position To try and improve Lots of celebrations going on Outside Ibrox as well So we'll keep you up to speed On everything In that part of the city Let's head down the M74 a bit Mullerwell against Dundee And Roger Hanna is there Yeah and Mark McGee's here too Gordon is returning to Fur Park Five years and five days After his second spell As Motherwell manager ended He'll be in the main stand with me Again as he serves the fourth match of his six-game touchline suspension, which of course is a legacy of his second spell as a steelman gaffer. And he'll watch it in D-side, who close to within just one point of St. Johnson at the bottom of the table with that draw against Hibs in midweek. I watched them last Saturday for Super Scoreboard, lose 4-0 at home to Livingston. They were terrible. And they've now got more COVID issues, as you said at the top of the show, to deal with. The headline, no goalies, no strikers. And that tends to be a problem for football teams. It means a first ever senior start for 20-year-old goalkeeper Harrison Sharp. His only previous first-team experience was as a sub in a Challenge Cup defeat at home to Elgin City three years ago. There's a kid, Tom Welsh, is the backup goalkeeper. All the other goalies are out, all the other strikers are out, and it's just adding to the problems for Mark McGee. Just one league win in three months for the Dark Blues. Uh, Motherwell, as you'll know, aren't exactly setting the heather alight themselves. They haven't won here, and they haven't won in the league this calendar year. And that midweek defeat to Ross County saw them tumble out of the top six. So it's not exactly a meeting of two form sides. To make matters worse for Motherwell, they lost 3-0 at Dens when the sides last met in November. I'll go through the team news. Two changes for Motherwell from that side that lost to County Wednesday night. Johanny Ojala comes in at the back. Joe Effort comes in up top. There's no Jake Carroll or Connor Shields. They drop to the bench. So it's Liam Kelly in goal. It's a back four. Stephen O'Donnell, Sondre Solholm, Johansson, Johanny Ojala and Ricky Lamy. Midfield, Mark O'Hara, Liam Donnelly and Sean Goss. In the front threes, Kane Woolery, Kevin Van Veen and Joe Efford. On the bench, Fox, Mugabe and Slattery, Shaw, Carroll and Cornelius, Tierney, Roberts and Shields. Five changes in all for Dundee from that side that drew with Hibs. Out go Lawler, Adam, McGinn, Mullen and McGowan. 
In come Sharp, Vonte Campbell, Ashcroft, Byrne and McDade. And we think this is how they're going to line up. Harrison Sharp in goal, a back four. Cammy Kerley, Ashcroft, Ryan Sweeney and Jordan Marshall. A midfield three, Jordan McGee, Sean Byrne and Max Anderson. And in a front three, we think Vonte Daly Campbell, who pushed up wide on the right in the latter stages of the game against Livia last week. On the right, with Paul McMullen through the middle and Declan McDade on the left. On the bench, only six substitutes for Mark McGee. Welsh, Fontaine, Chapman, Mulligan, Robertson and Ibsen Rossi. And the referee, a sun-kissed for Park, is Andrew Dallas. Let's hear from the managers then, Graham Alexander with Home Comforts. I bet I'm not the only manager thinking that that's the reality. So we look at it, we're two points off fourth with four games to go to the split. Would we have taken that at the start of the season? 100%. We'd have took that opportunity. And it's about you know looking over the the previous you know um, twenty odd games and how many points we've got, and we've got ourselves enough to be in contention. So that was the target at the start of the season, and it's still there for us. So me, I like to sort of uh, judge our progress, our success, our failure at the end of a process rather than halfway through it. So when we get to that split, we'll look, and then when we get to the end of the season, we'll look again, and that's when we judge what our season is. But by no means is it all doom and gloom because we have a fantastic opportunity on both sides, the league and the cup, to have a, a really good season. But the first thing we have to do is try to win and that's what we have to focus on. So that's the current Motherwell boss welcoming former manager Mark McGee back today. As long as we kind of start to achieve a kind of level of consistency, then I know we'll start to get better because then we will be working them uh, on the training ground. We will be getting to know them better. They will be growing in confidence and uh, eventually we'll come out of it. So, yeah, I think that uh, Saturday is another test for them, difficult game away at Motherwell, of course, um, but I think a game that we can compete in. You know, I'm sort of of a mind that we've got to win the fans over, we've got to prove to the fans that we're worthy of them getting behind us. You know, but it is going to come down to the wire, and what we've got to make sure is by the time we get to that point, the fans are behind us. Dundee United against Hearts, Fraser Wishart is there. I am, and it's a good shout for match of the day, in my opinion. As you were saying earlier, you're discussing at the business end of the season. I think that's appropriate for every team in this league, including these two. It's been a decent season so far for United, but the next few weeks will define whether it becomes a good season or not. And talking about it earlier, only four games to go before the split. United only two points off fourth. It looks good, as Graham Alexander was saying, but they're also just three points above Aberdeen in tenth, so the season could go either way. You've got a Scottish Cup quarter-final next week against Celtic as well, and that just shows you how important the next few weeks are for United. On an OK run of results, unbeaten in six league games, you had the Thistle game in the Cup as well, which they won, but only two wins in those four, sorry, in those six league games with four draws, and it's so tight in the middle of the table. They'll probably need a couple of wins to secure top six, and it will, of course, be difficult today against Hearts after a shaky start to 2022. They've had two wins in the last week and virtually secured third place. I saw them beat St. played really well and an excellent performance by all accounts. This is Aberdeen in midweek and Robbie Nielsen all of a sudden is talking openly about Europe next season and about the advantage of actually winning the cup when it comes to the qualification games for the Europa League next season. So they also have a quarter-final next week, so clearly Robbie Nielsen beginning to look at the prizes that are going to come in the next couple of months. He's changed formation in the last couple of games from his 3-4-3 he's had all season to a 4-2-3-1 formation and this has allowed him to get Liam Boyce and Ellis Sim into the team Sim big strong he runs in behind and he creates space for Boyce who's a clever player drops into the number 10 position and if he's allowed space by Dundee United then he will cause them problems Hearts fans we hear in good numbers lots to play for for both sides good conditions I think it'll be an absolute cracker today I saw a 5-2 win 
for Hearts at Tynecastle in November in this fixture. It was the best game I have seen this season, and seven goals today would be absolutely brilliant. Like a lot of teams in the Dundee neighbours, Dundee United's squad is pretty stretched. They've lost Mulgrew, Watt, and Freeman. They're out completely, not even on the bench from the midweek win. And they've got McMahon, McDonald, and Clark coming in. So a 4 4 2 formation for them. Benjamin Segrist in goal, Liam Smith, Ryan Edwards, Ross Graham, and Scott McMahon at the back. Elmari Iskinen, Kevin McDonald, Callum Butcher, Ian Harps in midfield with the two strikers, Mark McNulty and Nicky Clark. And a very young bench for United. Carl Johan, Eriksson, Adrian Sporler, Tim Akinola, Archie Mikkelsen, Lewis Nielsen, Chris Mockley, two 16 year olds, Craig Moore and Rory McLeod, and Matthew Cujo and Ian make up the subs for United. Aberdeen, eh, sorry, Hearts probably. Not surprisingly, unchanged from the victory against Aberdeen. Craig Gordon's in goals. Nathaniel Atkinson, John Souter, Craig Halkett and Stephen Kingsley at the back. Midfield, Benji Beningame, Cammy Devlin. Then behind the, the striker, Elliot Sims, are Barry Mackay, Liam Boyce and Gary Mackay. Stephen subs for Hearts, Ross Stewart, Peter Haring, Aaron Mekinoff, Ben Woodburn, Taylor Moore, Andy Halliday, Alex Cochran, Toby Civic and Josh Ginelli. And the referee today at Tanadis is Willie Collum. Now the Global Energy Stadium's venue for Ross County St Mirren Dave Galloway has the teams Afternoon Gordon Such is the craziness of this Premiership campaign That just a week ago Ross County were in danger of getting dragged into a relegation dogfight And now they're only four points off fourth place Manager Malky Mackay says hard work on the training pitch Has driven them upwards from being bottom of the table in mid-December And this afternoon they're going for three wins in a row For the first time this season St Mirren have lost both matches since Stephen Robinson took over as manager. However, confidence remains high after a good start to 2022 before that, and they sit level on points with their hosts, having played a game less. Robinson's relishing a closely fought fight for top six places, and starting today is urging his team to show more sharpness in attack. Perhaps not surprisingly, no changes for Ross County today. Laidlaw in goals across the back. Ramsey, Baldwin, Yakoviti and Randall. Callaghan and Tilson, the sitters. Further forward, we have Hungbo, Payton and Charles Cook with White leading the attack. The substitutes for the home team today. Monroe, Vokins, Spittle, Dominic Samuel, Burroughs, Drysdale, Ben Payton, Wright and McKinnon. A couple of changes for St Mirren this afternoon. Linus and Grieve in for Anik and Main. So it's Linus in goals. Looks like a back four of Tate, Shocknessy, McCarthy and Dunn. Power and Gogic, the sitting midfielders. Further forward, Kilty, Jones and Tanzer with the main man up top being Grieve. Erminski, Smith, Fraser, Flynn, Erehon, Henderson, Brophy and Main are the buddy substitutes today. And the match referee here in Dingwall is David Dickinson. That's it all set up then. Fantastic fixtures. We've also got Hibs against St Johnson. But just like every football team, we too can get hit with COVID absentees. So you're going to have to make do with me telling you what's going on between Hibs and St Johnson. I can tell you it's a sellout, a fiver to get in. So straight away, no matter what happens, it's already set up with a very um, exciting Backstory there should be a good occasion Hopefully those who head along and pay their £5 get value for their money So we're up to speed then on the 3 o'clock games We usually get all the guys involved and get a bit of a debate going And that's what we'll do next Action as it happens And your reaction from 5 on the open line This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL are all in the studio We've got the top team out and about around the grounds 
And we are bracing ourselves for a huge Saturday afternoon In the SPFL 35 minutes or so to go Until kick-off You should be up to speed With the team news uh, Roger Hanna I know you've got your attention on Motherwell Dundee But there's a lot to be said for that game at Ibrox today isn't there? Yes of course there is There is the historical element As Rangers mark 150 years since the formation of the club And if you bring it right up to date There is the opportunity to move level on points with Celtic And turn up the heat on the league leaders ahead of What could be an awkward game for them at Livingston tomorrow I couldn't believe the start Gabriel was given his stats from Ibrox I couldn't believe the start that Celtic haven't won at Livingston's 2007. Uh, obviously, Lovey were down the leagues for a few years, but it was so long ago, Derek Riordan scored two of the goals. So, Celtic will need to beat that hoodoo tomorrow at an awkward venue for them. Yeah, it's all set up for tomorrow, that's for sure. Hugh mentioned it earlier on, Roger. Rangers fans go there against a, a, a strange backdrop. You know, there's a lot going for them at the moment with Europe and only three points off top. Um, but there have been fr- frustrations at recent results And there's certainly been frustrations during the week About a certain trip uh, to Sydney Yeah, I think details were just emerging Of the Sydney adventure um, As we were doing the show Yourself, me and Daz on Tuesday night And I think the mistake Rangers have made in this Is allowing Celtic to control the narrative, Gordon Had there been an announcement That the two teams were going down They were going to play each other it was all done together, then I don't think the Rangers fans would have been quite as upset by this. I think the fact that Celtic have put it out as Ange Postacoglu's homecoming to Australia, um, the organisers have also put it out as Ange Postacoglu's homecoming to Australia. In the eyes of Rangers fans, that makes it look as if their club is a support act to this great adventure, if you like. And they don't like that. And I'll be fascinated to see how this plays out in the weeks to come and whether come November both teams are actually in Sydney What have you made of this Fraser Wisher because there are so many of these issues every now and then they come along where it's extremely easy for us on the outside and neutrals to to say what's the big fuss about it's a marketing opportunity and money to be made but we overlook the, the sort of emotional feelings that, that fans have on certain issues and this is clearly one of them yeah, I, I think you're right. Those on the outside looking in, it, it's, it's kind of something surprising. And when I first read about it, I, I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, right, we're going to play a game down down in, uh, down in Australia, and then of course everything broke and uh, the news broke, and the fans on both sides made it clear that they weren't happy with it. A, a lot of them anyway, and uh, it, it's kind of funny because they don't want to be associated with each other, but they can't do without each other, and they take great pleasure in beating each other. So. There's always that kind of dynamic, and especially in, in the modern world where there's supporters groups are well organised and uh, there's social media, etc. Et I mean, in the end, it's a it's a friendly game. It's going to bring in a lot of money to both clubs that uh, can pay. You know, some of the figures are quoted around seven figures and two and three million. I, I, we don't know much it is, but it's going to be substantial. It's during a, a time when the World Cup's on, so you know, uh, there'll be half the first team squad missing. So, to the neutral, it's a, a, in the outside. It's like nothing than a storm in a teacup, but clearly for the supporters on both sides, it's very, very, very strong. And it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out and how the clubs handle the kind of negativity from both sets of supporters. Mark, from memory across this week, you were the one pundit who is closest to being against this, if that makes sense, or certainly in touch with the the sentiment that a lot of fans are putting forward to explain that to us. Well, uh, I said on Thursday night, it's your kind of selling point. Uh, in Scottish football And uh, I believe it just Should remain here For everything the fixture brings In Glasgow And being involved in that fixture It's unique 
It's an incredible experience Not only for the players But for the fans involved in it as well And I think you, you take it out You, you sell the rights elsewhere you, you get a watered down version So what's the point? You know if you're getting a watered down version Then okay There's fans in Australia There's fans in America Who love to see it But it's not It's not a real fixture really And I, I just believe that it, it should remain in this country They're getting millions of pounds Literally mm-hmm. millions of pounds To go there The people in Australia Don't care Who's in the team They just want Green and white jerseys Against blue jerseys And they'll sell 83,000 tickets For the Accor Stadium mm-hmm. In Sydney Rangers and Celtic Have a five week window Caused by the World Cup in Qatar Where they cannot earn money here So A nice man in Australia has offered them millions of pounds to go there and they're quite right to go there and to go the legal whole hog. I have to believe that if you've got an agreement to pay Celtic and Rangers millions of pounds, you have a written agreement. You have a legally binding contract. And if you want to break that contract because some people behind the goals at your stadium are unhappy... Mm. Then it will cost you money See to be fair though See the way you spin that I mean some people behind the goals Is, is very flippant These are people that, that Put their life and soul into the club and, and pay fortunes And follow them Everywhere Week in week out And they want to Whether this is right or wrong They've got this mad notion That not everything is about money That some things are a wee bit more important than that That's the way they feel So it's easy to say They're going to make millions And some people behind the the goals with a banner But I think that's been a bit unfair Than those who feel really strongly about it The banner said money over morals I would like them to tell me What immorality is connected with Going to earn millions of pounds in Sydney I do not wish to diminish those behind the goal But they are making Most noise And in Rogers own newspaper This morning Former Rangers player Chris Boyd said It must be cancelled Immediately What about The contract yeah, How would the Rangers fans Feel about Rangers Then having to pay Legal costs To get out of it To be fair I think that is a separate issue I'm not saying It is going to be cancelled Or it isn't We're trying to Test the, the water And see if we think It's a good idea or not And then we can let The rest figure what's, itself what, out And What's so offensive mm. About this idea you know but that I get that, this is the point I'm trying to, to get to the bottom of though We we can't really tell fans how to feel about that You've got to, listen, you've got to listen to your bread and butter here Hugh I, I, Listen, us older generation We look at this and think Well what's the, po- what's the problem with it They're going over there They're going to promote the game They're going to get millions of pounds But you've got to look at your own fans here And I know you can't just bow to supporters Every time they're against uh, What you're doing as a football club but this is These guys go Week in week out Support a club Put millions of pounds Into a club They're against this I think they've got to Take a step back And look at it Now It doesn't Too bother late. me Yeah but, but I'm with Mark I think our, our game Is worldwide And it's Glasgow Now I may be Old fashioned here And people say Got to look out the box You've got to go to Australia You've got to promote it You've got to show Australia Whatever I just think it's unique Celtic Rangers Rangers Celtic And I think the supporters Feel that as well If the day ever dawned When Celtic and Rangers Declared that they were Going to play a league match In Sydney I would be the first to say Mm. No 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 That is an attack On the heart and soul Of the fixture But they're getting money For old rope To go to Australia Yeah Yeah, I mean Roger you mentioned the fact That in Australia This has gone down As Ange Postacoglu's homecoming And Rangers fans Might be a bit (laughs) Uncomfortable with being Sort of tagged on 
has been part of that But there are a few strands to this aren't there There's the, the whole thing from I think was it Fraser that mentioned it Saying they, they don't want to be associated with each other The the whole we're not one half of anything From Celtic last season So the fans are now saying hold on I thought you weren't one half of anything Now you know we're pitching up together In a nice wee friendly relationship to go make some cash well, the, the reality of the situation is just as you say, they're teaming up to go and make some cash. The, there is more value to a Rangers versus Celtic game in Sydney than there would be Celtic versus Motherwell in Sydney or Rangers versus Dundee in Sydney. That is the harsh financial reality. The clubs know it and the supporters know it as well. They don't want to recognise it, they don't want to admit it, but the value of the two clubs together is bigger than the value of the two clubs separately. I mean, Fraser Hughes, right, I'm sure, commercial agreements in place, Rangers don't seem to be in any mood to, to sort of back down, or the fans who are against this just going to have to take it on the chin and get on with it? What that was, I said, the thing the last comment I made was, we're interested to see how this uh, plays out, Gordon, because uh, you know you don't announce something like this without having something in place that's a written agreement that you're, you're actually going to do it so they're going to have to placate those fans who, who are really unhappy with it and fans you know are, are far more vocal and far more of a say and, and uh, I think that's a good thing in terms of holding their clubs to account you've seen that with the, the European Super League uh, although if that f- comes up again and it's a different format we'll see how strong the fans are, are there but uh, there are certain times when supporters can have, have sway I'm not sure what they can do here certainly they can make themselves be heard but uh, you know I, I, it is an interesting one because the same supporters will be demanding that the club spend millions of pounds in the transfer market in the summertime and another two or three million in the pot would be would be very nice indeed and perhaps do other things around the club. And, and the other aspect though I, I did think of was that if the clubs do go and they play a couple of games during a time when there is a break, I hope they don't complain about being too many games next season, which quite often happens because there's always space for, for friendly games. So it, to me it might have to go ahead because... There'll be things signed there and the clubs will have to find a way of placating their, their, their supporters. But uh, once again, supporters flex their muscles. And I think clubs all over the world and at all levels have to understand that supporters do have strong feelings and, and they are the people that put their money into the football club and put their lives into football clubs, which is quite often forgotten. Do you buy into the side of it, Roger, where people would say, you know, leave this to other rivalries, all this sort of selfies with opposition players, half and half scarves, all this commercialisation... That that's soulless. We are raw. This is a rivalry built on, you know, years of, of hatred, for want of a better expression, and and we shouldn't go down that road. Do you, do you buy into any of that? Um, I I recognise it, Gordon. I'm not sure I buy into it. I think in 2022 we should all be grown up enough that Celtic and Rangers can take a nice man, she says, Australian dollars, go and play a game in Sydney. Everyone can behave properly, they can play the game, somebody will win, somebody will lose, somebody will come back with a nice piece of silverware from Australia and then we can get on with the second half of next season's Premiership campaign. Um, I think I'm probably a wee bit naive to think that's how it's going to happen though. That, my fear with this fixture is that if this is a success and there's 80,000 there in Australia to watch this and both clubs have earned out it, I believe this will happen every year. And why wouldn't it? You know, the clubs have got a deal that's going to net them, what, three million quid out of nothing. So before you know it, it might not affect us now, but in five to ten years' time, the fixture that we all love, we love four times a year, and like I said, I played in seven of them, and some people were saying that's too much, becomes how many? Six, seven, eight times a year. You're going to be able to buy a half and half scarf, is that what you're telling us? Horrendous. Things you never thought you would see. 
But I, I would because if they're earning money and it's a success, they'll market it in some other place in the world, the west coast of America, Japan, wherever else they can get money Is for the fixture. Not just an experiment because of the World Cup, the months and everything, Mark. Because when they'll you do it in to, June, though. But you get to June. I don't know if it's it's the way forward in June when players need a rest. We we'll look at the amount of games. They don't have a, a big rest now, players. You can't just go from that right into, you know, flying away to America. No, no, to be fair, Celtic and Rangers would have been to America separately it, in June. Pre- so that's pre- I don't, the scheduling I, I, I know what Mark's saying, and, and I, I, would, I hope it would never get to that. But I just think this is maybe a one-off. Mm. I'm not a greens with it, Gordon, but I think it'll be a one-off. Let's hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst on it. I think it's an opportunity for the club to go there, to go uh, uh, to play for our uh, fans who are based in Australia and, and of course the club uh, made a decision to go there and um, because they, they, they do everything in the, uh, the best interest of the club so uh, for me you know I just have to respect that decision and you, you see they weren't happy with the, with the friendly obviously with the, when you hear them on last Wednesday but they also supported us so in the end you know we have to be successful uh, I think they are uh, more than uh, uh, capable of supporting uh, still the team because we, you know, we want to be successful this season. I, I, I have no doubt that the supporters will will be full uh, behind us. Uh, so I think that that's all uh, that matters. Okay, let's park that one for the meantime. We've probably not heard the end of it anyway. We've got big fixtures coming up. We're twenty minutes away, and we'll go back around the grounds next. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL in the studio. The top team all around the grounds. It promises to be a huge day in the Premiership. Rangers at home to Aberdeen, of course, trying to close the gap on Celtic. They would go level on points, I assume, unless any of you have got an 11-0 victory for Rangers, <laughs> that Celtic would still stay top. On oh. goal difference I believe they're rank, rotten, but Not that, not that bad Okay uh, Well we'll find out Between now And five o'clock We've already given you Team news Ryan Jack Returning to the starting 11 For Rangers Barisic And at left back uh, Calvin Bassey uh, And at centre back So no place in the starting 11 For Balogun or Holander Aaron Ramsey's back On the bench as well I don't think we mentioned him Earlier on And the headline for Aberdeen No Scott Brown in the match day squad So we're looking forward to that one greatly Let's go back around the rest of the games It's funny Roger Hanna How some things get all the limelight All the publicity Remember all the discussions we had about um, John Souter and can he play for Hearts against Rangers And what's going to happen with his pre-contract And how could this possibly go ahead But flying under the radar at your game today You've got Ricky Lamy Lining up at left back for Motherwell Against Dundee He's going to be a Dundee player next season What if he scores a hat-trick today and relegates them? Yeah, it was interesting I was thinking about that earlier on He has signed a pre-contract And Graham Alexander was very keen to keep him at the club in January You'll know, of course, the deal was done To take Tony Watt out of Fur Park And up the road to Dundee United But Graham Alexander was keen to keep Ricky involved He's played well I saw him at Ibrox last Sunday In that 2-2 draw with Rangers He was impressive Different position for him today He's moved out there Nathan McGinley's injured Jake Carroll has been dropped to the bench so it is a different position for him in that flat Motherwell back four and it'll be fascinating to see how he performs against the guys who's going to be playing with next season but it's a sort of unrecognisable Dundee team that he's going to come up against Let's see if he scores an own goal though uh, Gordon DL will be furious 
You, you can't can fight, can you? No, that's why we've stuck him out at left back. Um, it's, it's weird. I, th- I feel for the players in this situation, Gordon. I really do. Uh, I think it's a bit unfair, number. He'll be as professional as he possibly can and then uh, obviously going to Dundee in the summer where I think he, he'll be dropping a league. He'll be playing championship football. So, well, interesting from Roger Hanna today sitting in Motherwell, the third part in a lovely day, how he performs. Roger Hanna, I'll get you. are one of the main statos. It's between you and Andrew McLean. Someone has to figure this out. If I was to hazard a guess, I don't think any manager would makes more changes this season than Graham Alexander. It must be up there. It is never the same team. It is never even close to being the same team. It always tends to rotate and, and try something new week on week. Well, midweek to, to weekend even. Yeah, I, I think if you put that to him, Gordon, he would say he's got full trust in his squad. You look at the bench here this afternoon, a nine-man bench, and, you know, Jake Carroll's here, as we mentioned, Beavis Mugabe, Liam Shaw, Callum Slattery, young Dean Cornelius has come into the side and excelled this season. Ross Tierney who came in in January, Jordan Roberts has scored the Ibrox last week, and Connor Shields who played in midweek against Ross County. Any of those players could be slotted into the first team the first starting 11 so Graham Alexander will tell you he probably doesn't have a preferred 11 he's not one of those managers he's a guy who takes on a squad of 20 or 22 and just moves them in or out the team depending on his needs for that day yeah going to be a fascinating one then Motherwell up against Dundee at Fir Park let's go to Tannadice Dundee United Hearts forget the game for a second Fraser have you seen producer Callum he told us he's forked out he spent his Christmas bonus I didn't even know we got one of those and he's in hospitality this afternoon I heard him uh, warning Andy Halliday that he was going to be throwing some abuse his way yeah I did I went down to see him just before kickoff. he was telling me how hard he'd worked during February but I don't know if that's true so he decided to take a day off of course he's from Dundee as we all know and he's with his his family um, but he wasn't looking too dapper I have to say Gordon um, <laughs> usually Callum <laughs> <you'll> <laughs> <pay for that>. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say even I was better dressed as which is which is never a good thing but uh, yeah he wasn't looking at his best and I, I asked him why he was he wasn't his usual dapper self, but uh, apparently he forgot his bag with all his clothes and he had to borrow what looked like his wee brother's school shirt um, and I think one of his dad's ties and his dad's zippers, you know, so uh, uh, he's going out for a night out in Dundee, so he won't, he won't be out of place in Dundee with that kind of gear on, but no, he wasn't looking at his best, so... Uh, Cassie's deliberately yeah. kept the bag yeah, at home, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. he's on a night out man. looking his worst. No, that's unacceptable. How can a grown man leave home and not remember to take his clothes with him? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Anyway, it'll be interesting to see who's happier midweek when they come mm. in. Is it going to be Andy Halliday or producer Callum? I like how Fraser casually slammed the full of Dundee there Aye. in their attack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got an affiliation with that place. You oh, I love Dundee. That. Yeah, but he's, he's correct. Did you wear that hoodie when you were up there? <laughs> yeah, and the nightclubs with us on. I thought so. Um, Fraser, keep asking every week are hearts home and hosed? And, and third, feels like they must be because it, it doesn't. Change the gap barely decreases at any point. I think you know there was a, a mini wobble, if you like, a couple of weeks ago. Um, but I mean, Livy are now the closest contenders, aren't they? And they're 12 points behind. I've just got a vision of Mark Wilson at his age in a hoodie, which isn't the best, but um, uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's the hearts of home and hose. I think we discussed it last week before they played St. Murn, they've had a bit of a wobble, they'd lost three in a row. And if he'd lost to St Myrne, then all of a sudden there might have been a, a, wee, a wee challenge for them. But no, they're, they're way ahead and uh, nobody will catch them. And I think that's why Robbie Nielsen's beginning to talk 
openly about about playing in Europe next year, and even talking about the, you know, if they win the cup or if they Ulster win the cup, then they, they, they go into a final Europa League qualifier, and then if they lo- even if they lose that, they go into the, the the group stages of the Conference League. So Robbie's clearly thinking that far ahead, which is a sign that he's fairly fairly comfortable. And the performances last week have picked up, and they've been really good, really strong. You know, they're strong at the back. Halkett coming back, I think, is a key player. You know, people, John Suter gets all the publicity and, and he's a smashing footballer and he'll do well at Rangers. But I, th- I think Craig Halkett's really underrated. He just goes about his job at the back along with Stephen Kingsley. And, and when he was missing, that was when they, when they lost those games. So I, I do fancy Hearts to win today. I think United, just too many draws this year. And I was saying earlier, it's a real key period. It could be top six challenging for Europe. They could be challenged for the Cup. But like many teams, they could drop out of the top six in, in a couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden, with United, with sorry, with Dundee and St Johnson isolated at the bottom, there's not much to play for if you're in that top six. So for these teams around the middle of the table, vital period. But I don't think United to pick anything up today. I do fancy Hearts to win. Let's hear from Thomas Tamcourts ahead of this one. Hearts really third best team in the country. Uh, got good players. They're in good form. Probably had a little bit of a, a spell for a couple of weeks there, but they've come out the, the other end of that playing a, a new formation against Aberdeen the other night getting a strong performance but again we're at the stage of the season where you could almost argue that kind of form goes out the window everyone's still beating everyone fans are disappointed with performances and results of one week and then the, the same team goes out in the park and puts in a strong performance the, the, the following week so that, that's just where the, the Scottish Premiership is for, for a number of teams at this stage of the season and you're right in saying that we're on the back eh, probably what was probably best described as a, a disappointing performance and extremely disappointing result on Wednesday night uh, Let's hear from Robbie Nielsen ahead of that one Turns on very well, you know, they're sitting fourth really, is it? Sixth in the league, but opportunity to go fourth if we don't beat them but um, I think they've done well you know, I think they obviously when you come up, some of the others, you know, they come up the expectation levels were quite high you know, but what they've managed to do is stabilise, you know, they've, they've got a, a core group there and, you know, they'll be pushing for that top six again. But interesting, I don't, you know, they've kind of flipped between playing three at the back and four at the back, you know, even against Livingston, they started with three, went to four. So for us, you know, that's what, what they do in that case, but you know, we'll play the way we always play. We went up there and had a good performance, got a good result last time and see what happens. Ross County all of a sudden have got designs on top six maybe even above you look at that league table now in 33 points they're only four behind fourth place Livingston it's been quite the turnaround Dave Galloway yeah it certainly has uh, Gordon you know Ross County they've scored more times than anyone else outside of the old firm they'll look to continue on the goal trail they've played some pretty good stuff this season for sure some uh, entertaining uh, football looking at St Mirren well their players would love to get Stephen Robinson up and running uh, by securing the win which could see them uh, kick on from here Um, they won in their last visit here in Dingwall that was back in October they clearly have what it takes to get results against County who've uh, failed to beat them in their last seven meetings I get the feeling and I hope I'm not wrong that we're going to see a few goals today let's hope we get a really entertaining one as well Well, Stephen Robinson looking for that first win as manager of St Mirren trip north today here is what he had to say before it I think all four games are really really important you know as you say the fine lines in football in the next four games will you know decide where our season goes through 
Um, but there's no reason if they produce that kind of performance defensively away from home. and We need to add a little bit more quality on the ball that we can start picking up points. We can only control what's in front of us, so the Ross County game's the next one. Um, they've had a decent run of form lately. Well, make no mistake, there's there's no easy games in this league. You know, We have not got a divine right to beat anybody, so we'll have to be as disciplined without the ball again. And I think everybody to a man knows we can be better on the ball and create more chances. And Quite an impressive card display going on at Ibrox Hugh Keevans this 150th celebration all the way around the stadium sort of comic strip type if you like with the, the years and then big pictures corresponding to what was happening at Rangers during those years and uh, that's quite the effort that a lot of people I'm sure have put in Well, if it doesn't lift the players nothing will uh, and Aberdeen I think will come out and realise but not only is it the, the team second top against the team third bottom but they're taking on a, a whole club and it's uh, history here uh, so it will be inspirational for the Rangers players They now have to do it on the park I mean I saw James Tavernier there with last season's trophy In, in one of the images You can see John Gregg, Barcelona Bears I know where this is going I'm just waiting to see keep if you're going, in there anyway No I was looking at the years and then I thought I wonder if they'll get to the weeks uh, <laughs> And then my name pop up Then the days for Fraser uh, He'll probably be in there <laughs> But uh, oh, it's, a, it's a spectacle The Rangers fans have really went out today And Hugh's right You're walking out in front of that uh, It must give you some lift today If you're a Rangers player Well all the pre-match ceremony Almost done And kick-off is next The winning team All season long This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Teams out onto the pitch at Ibrooks, fireworks, banners, card displays, depicting some of the club's most memorable moments, different icons throughout the years. I'm still looking to see if I can find the Gordon DL one. I will let you know. It's all set up, Hugh. That's the atmosphere is there. The platform is there. Now the team has to go and deliver. There are two platforms there. One is the platform to be inspired and go on and basically wipe the floor with Aberdeen. And the other platform is the invitation to fall flat in your face on the big day. So it's up to the Rangers players. They need only think back to last Sunday. Uh, they were two up against Motherwell. They, everything was done and dusted. And then they failed to see out the game and dropped two points. So that is the football challenge that faces them. Because when all the banners and all the flags and everything have been put away, it's back to being a football match. Come on then, you... Three duds give us your ACA for the Premiership this afternoon I'm going Rangers to beat Aberdeen Quite comfortably uh, Dundee have got Harrison sharp in goal It's Harrison Ford they'll need if they want to get anything heroic out of that match So they'll lose to Motherwell Hearts will beat Dundee United at Tannadice Hibs and St Johnson a draw And Ross County will continue in an upward direction They'll beat something uh, Hold that thought Because I think we've got a goal already <laughs> What? Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Dundee United nil Hearts 1 Liam are. Boyce After 50 seconds oh. Producer Callum's <laughs> had a bad weekend As it is He's wearing his dad's Shirt and tie And he's watched his team 1-0 down inside 50 seconds Dundee United nil Hearts 1 You all going for Hearts? No Fair I said Hearts before you You said You did I'm not not going with Hearts Hurry up then before we get any more goals I'll go Rangers, Motherwell Dundee United will get back in it 1-1 Hibs and Ross County Mark Wilson Uh, Pretty much similar to Hugh Only difference is Hibs will beat St Johnson Okay let's get up and running 
Goal Flashes with Aspire Industrial Services, leading the way in industrial and corporate branded workwear. Well, I mean, we're obviously already up and running because Liam Boyce has hearts one up at Dundee United inside 50 seconds. What yeah. a start that is. Yeah, what is Liam Boyce? Uh, what uh, the game? He had three amazing chances. The Motherwell game uh, at Fair Park, three amazing chances to score. Miss, miss, miss. And you think, oh, there's a guy that's just going off the boil temporarily. Back with a bang. This display we're watching at Ibrox is the fans going to hold that up for a lot of the game here? I wouldn't have thought so. Um, your arms will get sore after yeah, a while. Yeah, won't yeah. You? It's, it's pretty impressive. So far. Yeah. Because it's changed. There's now a. Oh no, that'll be t shirts then, is it? Is that t shirts? Is it? No, no it can't surely. be. Surely. My eyesight is deceiving me. I th- uh, uh, you know what? I think it might be t shirts going 50,000 t shirts. That costs a. Quick, you need you know? to go to Australia and get a friendly game and get some money. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah, it looks impressive. Uh, Rangers nil Aberdeen nil early stages there. That Liam Boyce goal is the only one we have so far. No surprises for me with that. I, I, I fancied Hearts this afternoon. Yeah, no surprises Canada's. after fifty seconds. <laughs> Seriously, but I think Hearts are going to win. Uh, earlier on in the season, Aberdeen. Hearts went there one. Craig Gordon had a. Had a great game. I, I remember a Charlie. Was that a Charlie Mulgrew free kick that he, he had an outstanding yeah, that, shot? That must be t-shirts. Can we just clear that? Must up? be, that must be t-shirts be. that the Rangers fans are wearing. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's t-shirts. They, how do they know their sizes? <laughs> or is it some sort of like? Yeah, it's, it's definitely some it's sort not, of outerwear. It's like a, a poncho. A poncho. Yeah, it's like probably. Well, either way, it's been worn. It's not being held up. Is this what the football analysis has come to on a Saturday yeah, afternoon? That's very clever. That's good thinking. See you've missed a trick there That's a freebie For you I, I know, you, you, you have a freebie Yeah I do you Wear that to the golf No I've got some, some Spectacular golf gear I don't need that But Rangers are on the front foot there With Aribo And uh, a nice ball in Morelos plays a nice one too And has a shot Just from outside the box um, Does it trouble The Aberdeen goalkeeper But Rangers started well Is it t-shirts Is it bibs Mark says Gordon The Rangers fans are at it's bibs, not ponchos or t-shirts. There we go. It's bibs. It's bibs, apparently. Right, when they get a close up in these crowds, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. No. We've done. We've kicked the backside out of this already, uh-uh. and it's only five past three. Anyway, they've, they've, it won't matter whether it's bibs or three-piece suits. Uh, they'll they need to get goals, and they need to get uh, the, the points deficit reduced between themselves and Celtic. So. It does add a little bit of pressure, Hugh. As much as uh, yeah. it gives you that lift to come out to that sort of a atmosphere and everything, the importance of the day, it gives you that little bit of pressure to go and actually produce on the pitch mm. and win the three points first and foremost and win the game. And I noticed that the Aberdeen fans haven't missed a chance to get their jibe yeah. in, as you would do uh, in fan rivalry circles. Their banner says, Charles Green had a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we know there is absolutely no love lost between Aberdeen and Rangers fans. And uh, they can have their sarcastic moment about a man who was part of the dark days for Rangers. Uh, Hugh, the banner thing fascinates me. You know, the the whole planning that goes into it and then actually getting it made up. I've seen an advertisement on a traffic light for banners. (laughs) What a life you live. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, this afternoon. And I thought, that's, that's where they get them from. Yeah, anyone amazing. ever hold a, a pro or anti Mark Wilson banner in any games? <laughs> well, I had the red cards. I am I'm proud of that. Yeah, I, the Air I, fans had red cards I to brought, get you. I out, brought didn't the Air United fans together 
uh, with the red cards. <laughs> they were all they were all united in getting me out. Is that right? Is that yeah, what yeah, yeah. I walked out and somebody. And says, what did you feel? Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Motherwell nil, Dundee one, oh, and it's Paul McMullen in off the left, curled it beyond Kelly. Lovely goal, just what Mark McGee was looking for. And Dundee are one up at uh, Fir Park. Harrison. I told you not to write them off. Harrison Ford you. must have turned up. Well, Q, have a look at this yeah, man. Yeah, here, I, yeah. I told you. I, 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 I am, he could join the old fella in. Mark Rosen's a jinx Yeah By five o'clock I've told you before See if you need a result Motherwell will sort you Park. They'll square you up Oh you told me The other night now They've not won in uh, This year Have they? No Motherwell. No they're yeah. in bad form as well But I mean if I Obviously Dundee really need the result Don't they? They're yeah. bottom of the league Yeah If you really need a result I've always felt Motherwell Are good at that I, I've still got Generous con- I've still got confidence In Motherwell that Gordon I, I don't think we should panic yet um, <clears throat> But it's a great start It's the start Mark McGee Has been looking for I, I think what they're fighting for Is the playoff Because You know that Dundee and St Johnston Are marooned now Ross County are Leaving them behind uh, And Aberdeen are down there as well But they're not going to be In the relegation playoffs Dundee are playing to get Into the playoffs Rather than be relegated Automatically Likewise St Johnston Didn't realise we had a Gordon DL derby Wraith Rovers nil Air 1 Tommy Adeloy Putting air uh, one up in that one What about the Alex Ray derby today? Have you spotted oh, it? Oh yeah. Who Reading are playing here? Is it Millwall? It's Millwall Oh my goodness He'll be he'll be saluting the crowd Giving it yeah. the big claps and <laughs> If Millwall score He'll be on the park celebrating as well He sometimes sings the Millwall songs In the cab when we're going home I, 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 he, he does so he love the Millwall doesn't he? I think yeah. that uh, of all his, Well okay Scottish club Rangers But down there, he loves Mill. He had hair he, as well he, when he, he played he for Mill. No, no, he no, loves Wolves and Sunderland as well. Loves I, yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I think he's soft parts. 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 And now having to make a change Gary McKay-Steven off injured Cove Rangers won Peterhead nil Former Peterhead striker isn't it Rory McAllister How many goals do you think he's actually scored in his career Rory McAllister Quite a few I would imagine Yeah Yeah I would say so He's brilliant at that level Right before we get any more drama It's all been happening Hugh Keevans are you ready? Yeah I am Oh the first half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online Since 2007, eight players have scored five or more league goals in a Scottish top flight season who have a double-barrelled first or second name. Who are they? Since 2007, eight players have scored five or more league goals in a Scottish top flight season who have a double-barrelled first or second name wow. It's a question mm. about hyphens I'd love to see you try that Do you remember the time you thought uh, Barry yeah. Bannon was a double <laughs> barrel <laughs> yeah, Listen I've got a starter for one right away Okay don't tell us just now A starter for one No Have you? Yeah you've got it That was the same one That was one of my favourites I know the headlines Go to United States of the Arab And all that stuff But Uh, uh, the the, the Barry Bannon Double barrel name one Was 
outstanding. I, I don't think I said that. Did I've you done. hear him the other night here? Well, Don't you, I, I, you. I said it was the greatest managerial movie ever made because he shifted Asia into Europe. We'll get to that later. <laughs> Penalty Rangers oh. at home to Aberdeen. James Tavernier, um, I'm sure, will take it, won't he, after his. Yes, yeah, certainly. Tavernier, the captain, will uh, take the responsibility. He's usually very good at them, Gordon. Um, so, Ben Tristan, what a start this could be for Rangers? No, my goodness, it's not. What is happening here? Is it false advertising? Roger Hanna has just confused producer Chris. <laughs> is it Motherwell game? No, no, no. He's oh my god. We're gonna have to. Can you can you delete live radio, Hugh Evans? That's no. what's gonna have to happen. <laughs> no, here. you have to live with it. Roger Hanna. Put a little joke on the group chat saying James Tavernier penalty like a like a double barreled name. It's a joke because he scores a lot of penalties. <laughs> and producer Chris has fallen for it, hook line and sinker, and he's buzzed in my ear and said penalty Ranger. Oh, come on, go and have a lie down, Chris. Come on. <laughs> oh, Chris, you brighten up my day. You can't get a staff in well, here. Let's, let's pay tribute to the joke. That's a clever one from Roger Hanna. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was clever before it caused chaos. On the show. We were about to shout, it's a stone wall. It was a rule. It was a pair of I would have loved you to dive in I there. I was ready for it. <laughs> oh. 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 Amateur hour. Thinking of people driving and Rangers fans <laughs> driving into the car exactly. at the minute. Yes, here we go. And Tavernier scoring it and everything. What a start they're off to. Um, oh, my goodness. Chris, wake up. Come on. Hey, this is a big boy show. Producer Callum, get him back from hospitality. <laughs> I don't care what he's wearing. I told you I didn't like him. He'll be a few beers deep as well, probably. But anyway, <laughs> okay, let's pretend that oh, didn't well, happen. We're let's on Twitter at SSB. Hugh just gave us your first half teaser. Uh, James Tavernier penalty is not one of the answers. It was just Roger trying to be funny. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> So send, your, send your guesses in please To <laughs> at Clyde SSB in the teaser Read it one more time for anyone who's forgotten am- yeah. Amongst the madness Hugh Since 2007 Eight players have scored five or more league goals In a Scottish top flight season They all have a double barreled First or second name Who are they? Let's do it at Clyde SSB I usually celebrate Scottish players scoring. Is this guy done in an international scene? Ryan Fraser, has he burned his bridges? No, he's finished. Yeah. He's well, finished. He's like, gone. He's scored to put Newcastle one up on Brighton. He's in great form. He so conned, Newcastle. He, he conned the manager, though. Uh, uh, you can't have players conning the manager of the national team. Yeah. You never know. If you know, I'm sure if there was a, a heartfelt apology, you, you would never say never, would you? He'll get in if Rory McAllister can't make it. <laughs> Uh, and of course it might have been With the view to the game against Ukraine In just a couple of weeks Hugh But clearly um, Football nowhere near as important no, no, As no. other I, I, aspects of life at the moment And uh, it doesn't look like that one will go ahead Well uh, The only humane decision Is to offer The Ukraine a postponement Which is what they've requested And Heaven help them But if the, the Invasion of their country is still ongoing uh, there will come a point when they simply cannot fulfil the fixture and with a heavy heart FIFA will have to acknowledge that it's not possible to play this World Cup qualifier um, What's happening at Ibrooks, Gordon? Uh, just end to end, Gordon uh, Goalkeeper's not really um, been called into action yet Aberdeen, to be fair to them um, they're having a go They're not just sitting back They're, they're pressing forward They're trying to get Rangers back line um, 
One of two slack passes. Uh, I'll just need to settle down. It's a bit frantic just now. We got so distracted by the fake news from Ibrox. <laughs> did we? Do we have a clip of his beat the pundit performance? No, still I online? don't want that. Surely we need to get that. Surely. He yeah, was. He was blaming you, Gordon. Just for, well, it was, all, it was unbelievably all like that's embarrassing. It stems back to Tuesday night. You when, think when you make a mistake, you just hold your hands up rather than making yourself look even more daft by trying to blame other people. I, him as a football player, though, he would be blaming everybody else in the team apart from him. I've got. I've got to say, I didn't know the the many people that listened to a show until yesterday when, <laughs> I, was, when I was walking about uh, Motherwell and going and pick my granddaughter up. Have you been getting it tight? Have I, you? Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Where are we Pe- talking? Like everywhere? Or? Everywhere. I was in the gym yesterday. I was picking my granddaughter. Up. I was in Asda I was getting shouted at As I was walking down the street um, I felt very alone yesterday I've got to say Very alone indeed Very alone <laughs> Listen I've, I've lived The Lubo Moravchik comment For 23 years We've got a long way to go here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play that clip soon I need to find it We'll dig it out But Rangers nil Aberdeen nil 13 gone The only two goals In the Premiership so far Come for visiting teams Dundee United nil Hearts one and Motherwell nil Dundee won What a huge result that would be It would um, lift Dundee above St Johnson to Into be, that playoff spot St to, Johnson at the moment To be fair to level. Mark McGee Who's had nothing but negative publicity Since he got here uh, You know he, he, he does have a squad Hit by Covid uh, Who have been on a desperate run uh, No Charlie Adam uh, you know, A mainstay uh, Everything against them and they're a goal up So fair play to them It's uh, it's what happens from here on And it's important Maybe easy to forget though That Motherwell are Not very good at the moment I And mean, you go and get a point <coughs> At Ibrooks, You know Great and congratulations And it was a good second half performance I Haven't won this year I Haven't it's won in baffling, 2022 Gordon. It's baffling I know that obviously they, they won the cup and everything And you know Morton put up a great display For part But you're thinking last week the confidence it must have taken walking out eyebrows and the training this week it must have been sharp looking forward to a home game against Dundee they they arrive at Fur Park with five players missing through Covid bottom of the league you're thinking mm. to yourself this is the time to get up and running again to be honest though see even at eyebrows they were poor exactly. they, they had a spell not they had a half well, they had a spell in the second half. You wouldn't say they were brilliant. They got goals. I don't think a lot of people go to Ibrox and brilliant, but to come from two 0 down, yeah, Mark, it gives you a great level for all as Mark's talking about. Yeah, I think. yeah. So, see, to be fair, Gordon, to yourself, you said a couple of weeks ago. I mean, Motherwell sitting in fourth, and they could could quite easily, you know, slip down the table, and and they have. But you're looking at a team that lost four goals at home to Livingston last week. I think I still think Motherwell will get plenty in the tank to come back. I know you're a bit. You know, I don't know why they ever let you in as a ball boy. <laughs> I really don't. You're so negative against the steel men. Um, I just feel that there's Motherwell will come back in it because they've got Van Veen, they've got guys up there, they've got Pace, Woolery, Showed, and, and Tommy like Coyne, Willie Pettigrew. Tommy Coyne, yeah, Willie right. Pettigrew. Dixie Dean's played at that time when I watched them. Great players, great uh, times, but I think Motherwell will come back in. Hugh, the pre match atmosphere was anything but as the. Opening 15 minutes Been a bit flat At Ibrox uh, I think credit goes to uh, Aberdeen Who are in uh, The mood to defy Rangers They're not Looking at, like a team That might score a goal Anytime soon But they are Working very hard To deny and defy Rangers I think Aberdeen Are doing okay Mark's protege Is pulling the strings there Connor Barron on loan At his break inside Told you about He's this now boy. playing that Deep lying Playmaking role For Aberdeen Looks quite comfortable Mark Yeah, Yep I signed many 
many poor players are breaking But he certainly wasn't <laughs> one of them um, And to be fair it was At that time Derek McInnes, Barry Robson Had said to me Look, take this boy and play him. I, I always remember, right? Did you ever see him? Yeah, be yeah. honest, did you ever see him playing before he signed? <laughs> tell tell aye, us, aye, did you? Aye. But uh, you remember, I had a friendly against Montrose. Did you guys not watch it in here? In, in the studio? Anyway, that was his first game. Do you game. honestly think we'd stand in here and watch it? I'm, I'm pretty sure you did. Actually, um, there must have been nothing else going on. Goal flashes <laughs> with AspireGlasgow.com. Motherwell 1, ah. Dundee 1 And it's Joe Efford His first goal for the club He was set up by KVV The budget bear camp Kevin Van Veen And unfortunately It sort of went through Young Harrison Sharp The inexperienced ah. Dundee goalkeeper And Motherwell are level Well now we're back to reality uh, For 20 minutes or such They look to be Taking a step away from reality Because with all of the problems With a goalkeeper Who's never played in the league before they were a goal up But now Reality has just Hit Dundee mm. There you go You called it You oh, were confident I'm, I'm, I was being pessimistic Yeah you, you get a bit worried uh, Effort under- Effort get the hook at half time Last week Did he? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah What a yeah. response Great exactly. I, just, I just think there's a, an opening here For Motherwell to get up and running uh, For the run in to the, the end of the well, season Well that is the but business end We, declare, end, we yes. decide And I think this is a great chance To try and you know, climb that ladder again because you're sitting in fourth and you're thinking, great season. All of a sudden, you look over your shoulder, back down to seventh. This is an opportunity today. Three points. Can't take anything less. Found it, Hugh. Thursday yeah. night. Oh, no. Beat the pundit. Ten past seven. Shall we relive the moment? Yeah. Why not? Apart from Scotland, name the only European country Ange Postacoglu has managed in. Uh, Japan. <laughs> Former Rangers <laughs> <laughs> One more time One more time shall we no. Apart from Scotland Name the only European country Ange Postacoglu has managed in uh, Japan <laughs> Former Rangers <laughs> And did you, know you hear that, Just to defend myself uh, Did you hear that at the end Former Rangers cat I went straight on to the next question I tried to, no, I tried to keep going uh, And he started laughing Very, he very was professional you I was buckled I, I hold my hands you. up uh, uh, and Because uh, it was your facials as well was a del- very His eyes closed eyes. Going, hey, there was, a, there was a delay there because I couldn't remember if you'd said Europe, right? And I went down a bit. It was all you, Gordon. I, I, I take notice. My, my geography teacher always says you'll get no in life, so I may as well just move on. I may as well just move on from that. Him and I went to the same school. I've said this before, mm. and I just don't know what that says for either. Not at the same time. We should. Yeah Point out yeah, Teachers weren't as good then I've got to say <laughs> Probably because you didn't, <laughs> didn't turn up a, Didn't take enough time with you. I don't think you turned up That might have been part that's, of the problem That's probably Not part of the problem Yeah the dirty part was my school at that time <laughs> <laughs> It's at that stage where you've actually got a league table Him and I were seriously discussing this With a, with a straight face on the way in As to is that worse or not Than United States of Arab For me United States of Arab still sits Without doubt, Top you'll of the never get worse than that. Well, you know, you just you just made up a, a yeah, country. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this Japan is more. Yeah, but I moved a country in Thursday nah. night. You know what? We should get a globe in here, right? And just pick random com- countries and take. Oh, ask why, you don't, point why, them why don't we for your entertainment? Mark? <laughs> yeah. Why don't we get a couple of videos of you breaking this? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that'll lighten could you up point to, Could you point to breaking on the map? 
Oh, absolutely no chance. <laughs> no, no, absolutely no chance. <laughs> Chris, get a map of Scotland this. in here no, and see if you can point to break him. I, I, I could not point to break him. Years in years in countries, I'm not very good at. I've got to say. <laughs> Fair play to Aberdeen. They are more than making their mark on this game. I can imagine the crowd that might be in the wee touch tetchy at Ibrox just now because this is an Aberdeen far removed from the side that the uh, Hearts defeated on Wednesday night it will once again yep. confirm in the minds of the Rangers supporters that they only raise their game when they play Rangers but leaving that aside they are doing well and the, the old first 20 minutes have come and gone with Rangers not able to leave a mark on them see before I let you have it easy for the rest of the afternoon which probably won't happen anyway there is a third one in that list years mm-hmm. countries yep. song lyrics no, I'm good at song lyrics Song lyric, absolutely <laughs> woeful Hugh Keevans, we got stuck in traffic the other night Let me paint the picture for you, right? We came out of this business park Him and I travel together three times a week, unfortunately yeah. Spend far more time together than I care to, to think about So as we pull out, the, we're always debating what's the quickest way to go Are you going along Dumbarton Road? Is it the Clyde Tunnel? Is it the Clydeside Expressway? He turns out the business park and he says I'm fed up with the traffic lights I'm just going to go up and over the Erskine Bridge It'll be, It's quicker It's quick. I'm fed up with all the traffic lights Turn left, up, boom, over the Erskine Bridge Onto the motorway We'll be home before we know it Motorway's shut right? <laughs> <laughs> But like, really shut Okay, oh. So off at Ibrooks uh-huh. and he, he's, you're, you When just, was this? Tuesday night Terrible We're then heading towards uh, Towards Ibrooks at which point you can you can turn right, you can go back up, join the, the M8 onto the M74. That's shot as well, or we think it is. And he goes, no, 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 down here, down Paisley Road West. We'll go down. That was shut at the bottom. Right, genuinely, oh, brilliant. it took. It usually takes us half an hour. It took over an hour brilliant. to get home. And anyway, the punchline is the song lyrics. So that's an hour that I'm sitting listening to him singing along, butchering every song that comes on the radio, but the one that will never leave me. He was working as a waiter in a popcorn shop <laughs> when he met you. As, was, was, as opposed to a cocktail bar. I was working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. That's the like he he's, he genuinely sang. I was working as a waiter in a popcorn shop. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't well, believe that. And at that point, I wanted to point. roll down the window, chuck myself onto the <laughs> M8, and just be done with it. He said to me today that he'd never heard of the, the lead singer of Texas. No, I asked who it was. I heard it. Unbelievable. National treasure known as Charlene's Battery. Yeah. Very good singer indeed. It's not what you said. That, that I was there last night watching Texas. He said they've only got one song. <laughs> one song. <laughs> At which point you rhymed off about 10 Exactly Ah, uh, no. But honestly, working as a waiter in a popcorn shop. She had a roll, a, a roll with a potato scone in it when she was in this studio on the George Bowie program one morning. A roll with a tatty score in that. Excellent choice. No, wait, uh, no, no joke. Yeah. In between songs last night, she she went into a wee kind of stories. She mentioned her own potato scone. How weird yeah. is that? Is it, it true that you that turned up? up late and missed most of it last night? By the way, I had a nightmare. So I was <laughs> I was delivering a session for the charity last night. It finished at half seven. I thought, you know, bands come on quarter to nine, nine, perfect timing. Get in there eight forty five. Show started at eight. Missed 45 minutes <laughs> 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 Oh 
That was all rubbish stuff. Again, for a round of applause at the end. He's wandered off to see the Graham Norton show. Oh, the oh, Brian says he's almost fallen out of his van laughing at you there. I don't know if it was the song lyric or the Japan I replay. Think, I think you're very harsh on me in the song lyrics. Do you? I yeah. think that's outstanding, honestly. I. Oh, 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 bit of trouble here. Yeah, it's just a free kick to. Rangers, Alfredo Morelos. I don't think he's okay. doing as or Declan Gallagher, Gallagher will get booked for it. It was a heavy. Uh, <laughs> it looked like a, a, hand, a in hand in the face. In the face. Uh, yeah. Declan Gallagher immediately hits the deck to try I and think, con the referee. Uh, no, I think he's. Is he maybe. No. I'll wait, Hugh, because you're right. He might get up. But he does genuinely look in a bit of pain. I wonder if he rolled his ankle at the same time and sort of lost his balance. Well, John Beaton's waiting for a yellow card to give him. Um, so he's going to get up to that. Declan thinks if I lie here long enough it'll be uh, yellow yeah, see yellow. do you know what I, I I usually would share your cynicism because players do that all the time but I think the way he fell Mark there was a you know he did, he did look to be in a bit of discomfort yeah. as he falls yeah a wee bit but he's protesting with John Beaton there that he you know he's shocked that he got a yellow card I think it was a yellow card I think it was he quite clearly had his hand in Morelos' face here But he is in a bit of Does trouble. he turn his ankle a little I bit? I think so, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Turns his ankle John Beaton, good to see him refereeing the game this afternoon Why? We've seen a lot of him I liked, his, I liked his VAR demonstration the other day mm. It was along at Hamden He was pressing the buttons and no, pulling God. the strings And God, talking please, about how please, it goes Please tell the comment of the year this afternoon Before we come on this show you're going to have to give Mark, me more than that Mark, I've got no idea Mark what you're Will, talking about Mark Wilson doing a bleep test tomorrow Well this is all under wraps I think I don't is think you meant You just told the nation It's what? fine we'll Well he's doing we'll, a bleep test We'll deal with that later on I think <laughs> Thanks for despoiling the can't, <laughs> can't tell this guy anything <laughs> No leave that there the, de- the details are vague loose, enough Loose lips yeah. so Gordon we're now Got a good sample size of this game It's you know yeah, 26 go- minutes gone Are Rangers not Underwhelming a, Not a lot to talk about In the, the goalmouth area Of the pitch Gordon um, Aberdeen uh, A lot of slack passes From both sides But Aberdeen When they get the ball Fair dues to them They're not in a great Running for them They're going to Ibrox They're not really Just parking the bus To try to get players forward Rangers Rangers it, are So different From last week Against Motherwell I mean 25 minutes in against Motherwell last week Rangers I mean how many saves had Kelly made at that point you know effort after effort different this week well you know Rangers didn't win that one and may well turn out to win this one maybe they're just going to manage it in slightly different manner Hugh remind us of your question please yes uh, since 2007 eight players have scored five or more league goals in a Scottish top flight season and they all have a double barreled first or Second name Who are they? So we're thinking hyphens Right so Venegar of Hesselink Doesn't count That's not a, no, That's not wasn't. a double barreled name A few no. people are Are throwing that one in there um, Let's do some Wrong Answers then Gordon Bear- Gordon Didn't know <laughs> What's he done? He's bust one In my ear <laughs> What's he done? I don't want to give away The answer Did Say it Say no, who you're no, saying No 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 It's one of the answers Is it correct? No uh, Is it? It can be How can it not? Maybe I've got this wrong. No, I don't think. Right, carry on, Darcyville. Joe, he's got a middle name, any? He is. That's there, one yes. of the answers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, he tries to ridicule oh, you. He exactly. was trying to bring you down. Exactly. You, and should... you are the brains in this <sighs> operation. Thank you very much. I will hold my hands up. Oh, I thought he's gone. A... He's gone so oh, red. I know. Just, I know. With astonishment. 
You're dealing with a top kiddie here, boy. So, so right, we gave it away. Bear, bear, bear comes in very good if Hesselink is not one, as we have established. Also, is Cameron Carter Vickers on it, Hugh? Cameron Carter Vickers is not. He's not on it. Scored enough yet? Uh, he's got three, I think. Um, again, double barreled. So Kevin Van Veen. That's that's not. No, that wouldn't count. It's just about a that, hyphen. That's it? like Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. That, that's just the, the way they do it in the Netherlands. Kenny Miller will be happy. Falkirk are one up at Clyde. Paul Watson with the goal. Queen of the South are two up at home to Morton. Aidan Fitzpatrick. He's in good form at the moment. Scored during the week, and that is a, a potentially a very important result for QOS. Mark Wilson's yep. favourite team, Willie Gibson. Yeah, he's a manager mm-hmm. there. Um, had a good start. Caretaker. Yeah, had a good start. Uh, Ross County are on top in Dingwall Still no breakthrough yet Elliot Sims has shot over from a good position Remember Hearts are one up Motherwell one Dundee one Goalless and to be honest Fairly underwhelming at Ibrooks. Well you're looking at uh, 30 minutes nearly in the clock Gordon No shots in target for Rangers or Aberdeen um, so it just shows you There's not a lot of excitement there just now I said it When you come out and <coughs> Obviously with the days going on And the, the atmosphere before it It puts a bit of pressure on And uh, Rangers have not been that usual The sharp Matt touched on it First half against Motherwell Moving the ball quickly Creating chances Testing the goalkeeper Ain't happened And Aberdeen's just settled right into this game In fairness to Declan Gallagher You know he's had a booking And uh, I still think he's trying to con the referee But he's had a terrific match uh, So cynical Yep uh, yeah, they're doing well Aberdeen at the moment Goalless, just before we round off the teaser Is Chadouri on your list? No Not scored enough? Oh, it's not got a hyphen, says Chris There we go That was my next door neighbour who sent that in I think there's a bit of a power struggle here I wonder if he hears I know it does have a hyphen but it's not right Chris, you're actually You're having one, seriously Someone going to pour a bucket of cold water over this guy's head <laughs> What's, what's he done there? Him up. Has he got a hyphen in it? It does, but he's <laughs> oh, not on the list you're having Why, a has he not scored enough? He's only got two. I was going go. to say aye. I, I remember him scoring a fairly memorable one against mm. St. Johnson, maybe at home. I can't remember. Yeah, he scored an own goal. Like, that was my next door neighbour that threw that in. I feel like there's maybe a bit of a power struggle here. I wonder if he hears me reference that Xander Clark lit and, and he's thinking, I'm genuinely the next door neighbour. I, I deserve more of a, oh, you a mention your neighbours. So I'm going to throw in the a guess for the teaser. In fact, is Xander Clark playing for St. Johnson today? <laughs> no idea. Because he's why was he out? He's wait. been out injured for a couple of injured, games, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, and I did. I saw him move towards the car this morning, and I thought he's. he's I'm, 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 I'm doing a fitness test from across the, the road. I'm thinking, yeah, he's he's moving freely and he's playing. See you. Yeah, could yeah. be a, a physio. Um, yeah. He is back in. Says Roger Hanna, who knows these things. Um, Callum Butcher's been booked. Mark, you got a bet <laughs> on him this week? Oh, I didn't. I didn't. No, nah, it's a certainty. They should just book him in the tunnel before the game and get it over and done with, and then. He, Everyone can go on with the rest of the match. Taz is on fire. Go on. Aye. Have you? He's go on go fire on. with us. Yeah. No, I'm not. See, on fire. He doesn't know his countries or his song. <laughs> but he knows uh, double barreled. Yeah. Double barreled names. Yeah. Your speciality. The time I thought Barry Bannon was a double barreled. <clears throat> Learned a lesson. Yeah. Uh, James Tavenier had a corner a few moments ago. Didn't really come to much. Declan Gallagher attacked it very well. Took it away from Conor Goldson. Who what was did waiting. I tell you? Having an outstanding match, Declan Gallagher. Jim Goodwin's got to be happy With how he's, he, his team's performed so far But if you're Van Bronckers I think you're looking for more as well Especially in the final third You know, been in that final third plenty of times Lacking quality though 
I think it's a case of you know Aberdeen are defending very impressively and they're working very hard. Uh, oh, very nearly a chance there for uh, Glenn Kamara's had a shot deflected and it hits the post. I but don't know if he's, he's suddenly in prolific form. Glenn Kamara yeah. scoring during the week. If Rangers did go in front, you would wonder how Aberdeen would go about getting an equaliser far yeah. less a winner. And it was the same combination as the other night there. It was into Morelos. Morelos played uh, Kamara in the runner. Um, just a little bit unlucky, forced a corner kick. Yeah, Barisic on set piece duty. Maybe not everyone's cup of tea to start this game if Twitter was anything to go by. A lot of people wanted Balogun or even Hollander Gordon in, and, and Barisic at left, uh, Bassi, sorry, at left back. I think I was a bit surprised, Gordon, when I seen the team coming in. I like Barisic, I just think he's had a poor run of form lately. Um, but he played a big part in the Dortmund game. But you look at Bassi, uh, left centre back, for me, I think you get so much out of him. Down that left hand side With Kent Teaming up with Kent There's another thing I'm looking Today Kent against Dortmund Was Unbelievable Outstanding uh, And I look at him the, the league games lately He doesn't seem to feature He doesn't I don't know what it is He just Does not seem the same player for me Just quieter yeah, he doesn't get involved. Uh, Aberdeen had a, a good opportunity. It was a bizarre one, I think, was it? It came in off the, the right-hand side and it was flicked on and he, he was kind of... It was him and Calvin Bassey, or was it Conor Goldson? You know what? I I think he, he should actually do better. Bassey I think Bassey does, does very great. well, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think a, a player with a wee bit more pace, a bit more confidence... Just goes across from there Doesn't even give Bassey the opportunity to get back in But good The defending. touch isn't great though is it yeah. That's what allows that to, to happen um, Rangers look a bit a little bit rattled mm-hmm. Barisic tr- sort of clears the ball back towards his own goal But rattles it off Conor Goldson's head uh, And it bounces around And causes a bit of uncertainty As I said it's to not you not vintage you No, no When all of the pre-match uh, Celebrations were going on I said to you that You know been given two platforms one is a platform to be inspired by all of the displays around the ground about the 150th anniversary and the other platform is to fall flat in your face uh, I'm not saying that Rangers have fallen flat in their faces but the expression I always use heavy weather they're making heavy weather of it and you've waited longer than usual to mm. use that phrase so I don't mind yeah. that at all yeah I was waiting for 10 minutes into the game <laughs> that was coming Hugh but uh, Rangers trying to get on the front foot now as Kent plays again. as Ryan Kent does brilliantly well yeah. after being written off by Gordon <laughs> no again, I didn't write him off I just said I'd be looking for a bit more it's your man Hugh it's Declan Gallagher with a, a diving yeah. headed he has clearance been, he has been outstanding uh, he's been booked for the clash with Alfredo Morelos and Deservedly so But he has been Outstanding at the back Right no one's got All the answers To this teaser yet So let's try and Maybe give some clues Read the question again Since 2007 Eight players have scored Five or more league goals In a Scottish top flight season And they all have A double barreled First or second name Who are they Right no one's got Any more than Four right would you believe So get thinking here There are One Two Three Three of them are currently in the Premiership, right? There's a Ross County player in there, a Hearts player, an Aberdeen player. We're looking at two former Celtic players, one former Rangers player, which Gordon's already given away. Who was mm. that one? I can't remember who was. Oh my <laughs> And then a couple that are a bit more difficult. Played for the likes of Hamilton, Dundee. Ooh. That type of 
area uh, So see if you can I've really spoon-fed you quite a few clues there So let's see if we can get more than that on the podium Because no one has it all correct yet Not even close Oh dear Millwall One up at Reading oh. Jake Cooper mm. Alex Ray will not be happy uh, It's okay I've, I've still got your seat here for him Keeping it warm <laughs> Yeah, that's fine <laughs> Cowdenbeath nil, Kelty Hearts one. Joe Cardell is that bottom V top? Is it in League yes. Two? Yes, yes. Cowdenbeath um, cut a drift at the bottom. Yep. Yeah, Joe Cardell, who's had a fantastic season for Kelty. I said early on about him. I said he's scoring every week. I think I was ridiculed almost, and he's proven me right. How, <coughs> how's your man doing? That yeah. you told me would score, Chief Chi. Chichi, how's he oh, doing? By the, he wants uh. to renegotiate terms. Yeah, I'm going to give He'll you a give, goal he, list. He's, he's chopping one off for <laughs> you. I so was the, the feel, I'm feeling a bit sorry for you. To fill in the, the blanks for anyone who is unsure, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL charity bet. Mark Wilson bet that Nadir Chichi would score five or more between a couple of weeks ago and the end of the season. Mm. And you're now. You're feeling sorry for no, him. I think the bet was four. over five, so he had to get six. Yeah, so that's was it not as yeah. bad for him when, when he's actually given me the yeah. the option to go less. I was actually going to concede after watching the game midweek. <laughs> he's wanting to cash out. I just, <laughs> <laughs> just pay the full amount. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not looking good for Nadir. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what his next club will be. <laughs> I'm still going to back him. He'll come good one time. Yeah, he'll man, be playing five aside at Rooting Glen. You'll be going, oh, he'll score five today. Man of many clubs, Hugh, but you were astonished to learn what on last night's but tiebreaker. Kyle Lafferty had played for 14 different clubs. 14? Yeah. 14. Some innings, yeah. isn't it? Because we had man of many clubs, Kenny Miller, in the studio. And I said, how does that compare? And he said, no, that's more than me. And we had a look at some of the other ones we could think of. What did we get? Tony Watt is he at his thirteenth? Did we say thirteen? Yeah. Kelly and Sheridan must be up. Run about that. He's played for yeah, a he's whole host of clubs. Lafferty fourteen. Yeah. I know he went abroad, down to Burnley and teams like that. Rangers come on. Started Burnley, did he? Who, who else? Give us a couple in there, Hugh. Italian club yeah, Kelly and Sheridan's yeah. only in 13 13 I see. I see only, only. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not more than, than Kyle Lafferty Kyle Lafferty That's amazing I did say there will be some Journeymen without being unfair to them Guys that have played for loads In English lower leagues Because they do short term loans And stuff don't mm, they yeah. And they'll have come up here So there will be more than that I'm sure But that was Yeah that was just How many clubs do you play for? Does um, I don't know Um <laughs> Sorry, Let's forget it. Hearts have already made a third substitution. Alex Cochran's gone off. Andy Halliday, our very own, has come on. Now it looks like this is a concussion subload, so they will still get two more to mm. use at half time if they so wish. Have we had one of them before? Concussion subload? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, have yeah. we? Yeah. And That's remember, the first one I, uh, it, it appear, I think it gives the other team an extra sub. Yeah, it does. I think I've got that right What did do you mean not, by that? Uncover this a couple of weeks ago because So St Mirren made It looked Someone sent it to me saying It looks like St Mirren made Too many subs Or, or at different uh, Too many intervals Against Motherwell How can that be? And Alan Burrows clarified It's because one of Motherwell's Was a concussion sub With a head knock So It allows the other team To make a change as well yeah. Really? Yeah Does it? New rule Fraser Wish it'll clear that up for me you need, Something like that You need to keep up Mark yeah, it's hard to keep up with the, the rules nowadays. It's not hard to keep up with the scoreboard at Ibrox, Hugh, because it's not changing too much. No, um, you know, we're 40 minutes into the game now. Uh, and 
Rangers are making heavy weather of it There's no other phrase applicable Aberdeen are working extremely hard Declan Gallagher on an individual basis Has been the best man in the park uh, But if he is the best man in the park That means that Aberdeen are having to do a lot of defensive work And David Bates to be fair Is uh, also doing well against his former club uh, it, It's the kind of situation where Rangers must get three points today Go level with Celtic But Celtic will stay top on goal difference And Rangers then hope that The Livy hoodoo kicks in for Celtic tomorrow You've got to say they're defending well I need more confidence Because I I, I knew this was right But just the the looks you three were giving me But Fraser Wisher Authority in all these things Says you are right Gordon I'm getting to Uh put that um, In bold underlined with exclamation marks It stops the misuse of concussion subs so it stops you saying Right here go and hold your head And it'll allow us to make a, An extra oh, change right, So the okay. other team gets one Yeah As well Tell you what What's happening in the DL Derby Wraith nil Air 3 oh, See that one coming <clears throat> I certainly didn't see that coming either Gordon I fancied Wraith at home today But that's a great result For my old team Air United Sitting down there You know Just above that uh, Ninth place uh, Dunfermline Cooney South Bottom So That'd be a great result Surely they've got to win that But I remember a manager Had 3-0 lead before At half time Didn't hold on to it <laughs> I don't think Anyone has got this Entirely correct So let's round it off The first half teaser With the ScottishSun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news And opinion online Since 2007, eight players have scored five or more league goals in a Scottish top flight season and all have a double-barreled first or second name. They are Regan Charles Cook, J. Emmanuel Thomas, Gary Mackay Stephen, AJ Leach Smith, Mikel Antoine Courier, Keaton Young, Mark Antoine Fortuny. And Jean-Claude Darcheville Well done If you even made a dent in that That was really tough tonight Really really tough But we got some good attempts I must say uh, We've given out a bit of a A makeshift podium Because no one got them all right But we think the closest Queen Machine got six on Twitter Well done to you You would be the winner uh, Thereafter I think Harry Got four uh, Reese Bailey and Ali Both got three So there we go That's that's about as, the same one as good as we can. Yeah, J. Emmanuel Thomas. The uh, sorry, not uh, we had that. Smith, AJ Leach Smith used to play for Dundee. Mm, not remember him. No, no, a couple of seasons ago. No. Mm, so there we are. I'm afraid. And Fortuny, Fortuny scored more than five goals. Yeah. That's it. You done all right, Mark. Well, you done. I'll give you credit. You done better mm-hmm. than me. Yeah. You got Charles Cook, Jet Darshfield. And Mackay Stephen Yeah, yeah second half teaser coming up a bit later on then uh, Hopefully we'll do a bit better on that one Or maybe it'll be a bit easier Aston Villa 2 up on Southampton That's a result they needed for sure uh, Plymouth 2, Morecambe nil. I mentioned that because it's Ryan Hardy Always try and give a nod to the Scottish goal scorers Ryan Edwards has had an interesting spell The Dundee United skipper He scored a couple of own goals recently And he's now gone off With a nose injury Gordon Deal What oh, do you make of that? Well if it was me There'd be problems It'd be a waterlogged bitch um, The other I, guy Would have a Broken leg Oh exactly exactly. had to burst the ball um, Yeah he's He's a He's a Colourful character uh, Edwards As Mark calls him uh, Good player Good player But there'll be a big miss In the, the, the centre of defence 
What makes him a colourful character? I don't know. I don't even know why. <laughs> I, 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 I was home. Exactly, I did. And I was just home when I said that. He's quite He's quite under the radar. I was home. I just went. Actually, a really nice guy. For what it's worth, I've met him a few times. Very nice, nice. Colourful. Yeah, bubbly type guy. I've never met him. I don't even know. You are a colourful character. I think we can all agree on that. Kilmarnock won Hamilton Aki's nil just before the break. Fraser Murray with the goal. We've got our first half time. It comes in Dingwall, Dave Galloway. Half time, Ross County nil, St Mirren nil. County made the better start. Nice build up play. So Ramsey play a tempting ball in, which found no takers. Dunn tried a long ball over the top for Saints, which Grieve at full stretch couldn't quite connect with. However, the home side were looking the more dangerous with Charles Cook uh, looking lively. His powerful effort from a tight angle on the left, uh, saved by Linus at his near post. Some good football on show from box to box, but neither keeper with too much to do in the first half. Counties Tilson had a go from 20 yards. His volley wasn't far away. Overall, a good amount of end-to-end stuff, but with no end product. Hungbo, incidentally, also uh, looking impressive on the eye for County. But if ever a game was crying out for a goal, it's most definitely this one. I think I maybe put a curse on things by saying it looks like we'll get a few goals today. None so far. Ross County nil, St Mirren nil. It's also half time at Firth Park. Roger Hanna. Yeah, Motherwell won, Dundee won at the break. An entertaining first half, Gordon, and it started brightly for the visitors despite all their COVID problems. Eight players missing a debut for 20 year old goalkeeper Harrison Sharp. It was Dundee who were on the front foot from the first whistle, and Paul McMullen starting wide on the left for Dundee this afternoon. Cut in on his right foot and swerved a lovely. Lovely shot beyond Motherwell goalkeeper Liam Kelly and inside the far post. It was almost 2-0 moments later. Max Anderson straightening forward from midfield in a deflected shot that left Kelly flat-footed and just went inches wide of his left-hand post. Motherwell needed to respond and he did with an equaliser after 18 minutes. Kevin Van Veen doing all the hard work down the right-hand side of the box. Cut the ball back to strike partner Joe Efford and his right foot shot was just too strong for young goalkeeper Sharp. Went through his right hand and into the back of the net. That's a period of Motherwell pushing forward effort had a shot just over the bar after Van Veen dummy the ball in from the skipper Stephen O'Donnell Dundee then in a rare attack at that stage of the game Vontae Daly Campbell progressed up the right hand side did really well cut the ball back into the box but somehow it was managed to be smuggled away by Johanny Ojala at the other end effort threatened again this time with a header at the back post after a deep cross by O'Donnell just into the side netting wrong side of the post for him and just before the break a free kick from Muller was somehow the Dundee defence managed to scramble away I think Mark McGee will be happy for the half-time whistle at this stage. Motherwell won, Dundee won. Have we got any other half-times? Yes, it's gone at Ibrook, so it's Rangers nil, Aberdeen nil. We'll get the guys to reflect on that one in a bit more detail shortly. Still waiting then on Fraser Wishart at Tannadice. But there was those three changes for Hearts, one for Dundee United, so I'm not surprised uh, that Fraser's not done yet. Briefly then, Hugh, what about Ibrook's half-time goalless? Um, Frustrating for Rangers uh, They haven't played well um, Aberdeen have played Very well in a defensive sense The Rangers players are surrounding John Beeson the referee I have no idea why uh, But I think the, the afternoon so far Has not lived up to expectations There was the, the drama Of the Hollywood style Pre-match celebrations uh, The crowd are all decked out In red, white and blue It's like an optical illusion But on the park it's not happening for Rangers they have not had uh, a chance to test Joe Lewis in the Aberdeen goal Arebo had one shot that went 
well wide Aberdeen in a defensive sense fine other end of the park no not much from them either so the half time summary would have to be disappointing day so far for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst yeah not a lot in the way of creativity Mark I mean last week for instance as much as the result was disappointing Rangers scored two could have scored loads more even in the second half some good saves from Liam Kelly but no shots on target from either team at half time in this game today that shows how poor it is for Rangers you know get to a certain uh, part of the pitch and tend to turn back so hugely frustrating for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst I'm sure and he made one change in 180 minutes you know from six days ago I wonder if he's thinking of making multiple changes this afternoon because it almost looks like Rangers need a spark they've got all the colour there they've got the fans behind them but the product on the pitch is pretty poor so far yeah I can't I, I can't disagree with that Mark um, I don't know if he'll look at it and think do you know what we need a spark from somewhere and maybe a change or he'll give it the usual managers 15-20 minutes before he changes things but I think you've got to give credit to Aberdeen defended well half time at Tannadice Fraser Wishart's there Dundee United nil Hearts won plenty going on here at Tannadice Hearts the better team a goal by Liam Boyce in the first minute and after that Hearts looked like putting the game to bed in the first 10 and they've been very dangerous throughout but they have had to make three subs for injuries which have disrupted the flow of the game and United also had to replace skipper Ryan Edwards with a face knock a what a win start to the game and it was United that almost opened the, the scoring in the first 30 seconds Nicky Clark almost got the end of a Liam Smith cross but he stood on the ball Craig Gordon picked the ball up and he threw it very quickly to Barry Mackay. Made good ground on the right-hand side. Supported by Boyce and Gary Mackay-Steven. Mackay passed to Mackay-Steven. First time into the box to Liam Boyce. Who on the angle from 16 yards hit a first time left foot shot. Passed Seagrass in off the post. An absolutely brilliant finish. And at this point, Hearts were all over United for the next 5-10 minutes. Attack after attack. Gary Mackay-Steven and Barry Mackay's shots blocked. They were goal-bound in the six-yard box. The game could have got away from United. But when Gary Mackay-Steven limped off to replace by Yeskin, it just disrupted Hearts. Took the sting out of their attack after that brilliant start United then had a couple of good attacks as they settled into the game Ian Harks had a shot from 20 yards curl a couple of feet wide and Harks almost got the second on 26 minutes very strange circumstances Elmari Iskinen he stretched to intercept a pass it was going to Alec Cochran and he was heading for the box but all it did was it ended up being a shot on his own goal and it was a really good save by Benjamin Sigris with his feet and then Elliot Sims from the loose ball shot over when he really should have at least hit the target from a good position Cammy Devlin limped off on half an hour, two changes in the first 30 minutes for Hearts, and then John Suter had to look lively with a last gas tackle on Mark McNulty just as the striker was about to score from six yards out and then another blow for Hearts, 38 minutes this time, the third substitution, Alec Cochran who came on for Gary Mackay, Stephen was led off, looking a bit shaky and I think it was a concussion substitute and Andy Hardy came on to replace him on the left hand side, Hearts, more dangerous team in attack but still plenty to play for for United in this second half. The game's still in the balance. Half-time at Tannadice, Dundee United nil, Hearts 1. And we will do a full round-up of those half-time scores next. The fastest goals. The expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Half-time scores in the Scottish Premiership. Dundee United nil, Hearts 1. Hibs nil, St Johnston nil. Motherwell 1, Dundee 1. Rangers nil, Aberdeen nil, and Ross County nil, St Mirren nil. In the Championship, Arbroath one, Dunfermline nil, Kilmarnock one, Hamilton Ackies nil, Queen of the South two, Morton nil, and Wraith Rovers nil, Air United three. In Scottish League one, Alloa nil, Airdrie one, Clyde nil, Falkirk one, 
Cove Rangers 3 Peterhead 1 Dumbarton 0 Queen's Park 2 And Montrose 0 East 5 0 That Dumbarton Queen's Park game by the way Is later It doesn't kick off for uh, It doesn't finish sorry For another 5 minutes or so In League 2 Albion Rovers 0 Edinburgh City 0 Annan 3 Stranraer 1 Cowdenbeath 0 Kelty Hearts 1 Forfar 0 Elgin 0 And Stirling Albion 0 Stenhouse Muir 0 We will finish with the English Premier League As it stands at the moment there A full time result Leicester 1 leads 0 Half time Villa 2 Southampton 0 Burnley 0 Chelsea 0 Newcastle 2 Brighton 0 Norwich 0 Brentford 1 And Wolves 0 Crystal Palace 2 The second halves are next it's Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line 0141 951 1025